Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a happy Yay. Monday on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk. One Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, actual Bradley trainer Hi. an actual team Cobra. Yeah. Uh, minus Holly. Yeah. She's taken a couple days. We've got Grant at the controls. Grant's an unofficial member of team Cobra. Wow, I mean, I think you technically you were an actual official member now, but yeah, you know. <sighs> what an honor. Yes. You're welcome. Thank we just you. want to honor all who serve. It's true. Our it's show. true. It's true. Us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but yes, it has been a couple year, oh, years, years, couple weeks two whole weeks it feels like years i know right that uh, since you and i have sat in this room together talking into these microphones about the things that we care the most about so much has been going on over the last two weeks how do we even start where do we even start oh my god well i have an idea okay uh i feel like the britney spears situation has been very fluid Mm. in the past couple weeks and we haven't really gotten a whole lot of time to talk about it together and some stuff happened uh while you were gone bradley uh uh, should we kind of review? Yeah, if you don't everybody? mind catching me up, because I missed last week and I know that there were some significant developments. I think when I left, mm-hmm. we had had the experience, of course, of Brittany advocating for herself in um, a court of law. Yep. Uh, but things have kind of just ripped open from there. And I know there were some significant developments. There's been last some movement. Right, okay. So, so the first thing, the first thing you need to know is this. Uh, did you, had Bessemer Trust uh, pieced out before yeah. you left? Okay. Yep. So Bessemer Trust, who like is, uh, was point appointed to manage the conservatorship of her finances. Uh, they hadn't even really officially started and they were like, bye, this smells, we're out of here. Yep. So they left. So so you left at that point. Um, the next thing that happened, oh wait, now I'm going to get this out of order. But then her court-appointed attorney, no, before that happened, Larry Rudolph, her manager, was like, deuces, I'm out too. What was interesting about that is he was able to say in his public statement that they had not worked together for two and a half years on any project. Well, which is interesting because that's kind of like what Bessemer trust said when they were out, they were like, yeah, we thought this was like a mutually agreeable experience and we actually haven't even done any work yet. So we're just going to step away. We're like, bye. See you later. So the thing with Larry Rudolph is that think about what happened two and a half years ago. Can you remember? I'll refresh your memory, please. She canceled her. Oh, yeah. Her Las Vegas residency. Mm -hmm. Um, She was supposed to announce like a big new thing. Right. 
and then just kept like it was that weird moment in the documentary where she's like walks out on stage and just keeps walking right and is done yeah and uh they canceled the las vegas residency do you remember what they used as the excuse um her hell or no it was her her dad's dad's health. health yeah and then shortly after that she went into another rehab uh facility yeah so Larry Rudolph wanted to distance himself from all of that and basically said, listen, I haven't done anything with her for a couple of years now. So, yeah, I'm going to step out of here and best of luck. Yeah, uh, sh- everybody's heading for the hills because they don't want to be considered part of this, you know, um, bad situation institution. Meanwhile, though, uh, one of the other reasons Larry Rudolph cited for his backing away was because he she has expressed an interest in retiring for good so basically he's saying like i don't really see any place for me here but but what we know is happening behind the scenes is that he's like this smells and i don't want that stank on me so he's Mm tiptoeing back next person who didn't want the stink on them sam ingram her court-appointed lawyer who sort of tried to say Oh, no, she knew all along that she could file a petition to end the conservatorship. She's always known that. She said she didn't. I did everything right. She did everything wrong. Bye. Yeah, this is the weirdest part for me. Um, the uh, Her attorney appeared to be one of the only people actually advocating for her. And most recently, in the last two years anyway, or the last year and a half, I don't know how long, <clears throat> this most recent incarnation of britney talk we've been uh you know how long it's actually been that we've been talking about this story well, and but it also feels like time is right mm-hmm. so um but it seemed like he was doing something to advocate for her in a way that nobody else in the conservatorship was and he started to say things on her behalf that indicated she was challenging her dad's role in a way that she hadn't before that things were changing so when we arrived, it seemed very much that Sam Ingham was like the guy who at least could get her out of this thing. But looking back on it, and uh, since we've encountered this most recent development, that is her speaking uh, in front of a judge, since that moment, it's become clear that uh, her attorney maybe wasn't necessarily working in her best interest after all. And then it's just made me rethink, like, why didn't we see this all along that even this guy who we thought was on her side, her side was actively working against her. And that was also pointed out in that, that uh, Ronan Farrow piece in the New Yorker. Yes. I mean, it just becomes very clear that this guy was a part of the, like he's been working with Jamie, you know, and probably trying to create some distance uh, for the public's mm-hmm. view so that they wouldn't question his role right. as much uh, as we seem to be doing now. So he, you're saying, basically peaced out. He was like, I'm out of here. And he's blaming her for not advocating he's better sort for of, himself? Kind for of. I, I, you, you know, that's the other thing is like the statements that are coming out from these people are a little bit all over the place because really what they're trying to do is cover for the fact that they're trying to back away because they don't want to be implicated in anything. Yeah. Now that this is being cracked open. Um, interestingly, there's one person who's super not stepping away and in fact doubled down and said, not only do I want to continue in my role, but Brittany wants me to continue I, in the role. Can I guess who that yeah. is? Is that Jody Montgomery? Correct. So this is, again, a surprise because I think we were very suspicious of Jody Montgomery and her role in the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. She if I remember correctly, was in charge of her person or is in charge of Britney's personal conservatorship, Mm -hmm. um, whereas her dad is in charge of her her business estate. Um, 
so what's that that all about? What is she saying? Well, so uh, Jody Montgomery said, I'm not going anywhere. And in fact, uh, Brittany wants me to stay and I have receipts. And she shared uh, some screen caps of which I just think this is so tabloidy. But Jody Montgomery shared screenshots of texts from Britney Spears asking her to assist her in finding a new attorney. So Jody Montgomery said, listen, we're fine. I'm sticking around. This is how we're going to do things. And she wants some help. So she's not backing away, which is good because um, the piece that you just mentioned regarding her ability that is Britney's ability to have an attorney mm-hmm. that is the thing that's so bleeped and I have to be careful because I've been off for a week so yeah I've been so words just bleeps. come out um so words fall out but the thing that is most bleeped about uh this conservatorship legally is that there was one point in the story uh the Ronan Farrow story where they point out that basically if you're an axe murderer who's admitted that they've like axed people to death uh-huh you have more legal rights than you do in a conservatorship in California, mm-hmm. which is just so bleeped. Oh, it's so asinine. Anytime she's trying to advocate for herself with an attorney that she feels like is on her side, the conservatorship and the state of California can basically just say no. Because the because the legally the conservatorship is set up to to supersede all things. Yeah. So the law wants to keep this conservatorship intact. And so that's why it's so difficult to bust this thing up from behind the scenes. So the new news is that Britney Spears has asked for a federal former federal prosecutor, Matthew Rosengart, to represent her in effectively ending this conservatorship. Um, And that's the that's the update today. Uh, He is a high profile attorney who's represented celebrities like Steven Spielberg, Ben Affleck, Sean Penn, etc., he is not messing around, um, and she has she has asked him to take over her case. I don't know how, what the outcome of that is going to be at this point, but that's what we know. Well, that's a good sign. I right? think so too. Here's what I found interesting as we've sort of been stepping through this in the last week or two or three, mm-hmm. is that you know Britney Spears opened up a can of worms, a good can of worms, in a good way when she spoke at her own hearing mm-hmm. that audio was leaked it was not supposed to be yeah um but what 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 didn't get resolved in that and isn't probably really going to anytime soon although there is another hearing in two days is if how is this going to go right like there's not a plan for how this is going to go so now we've got people who are like wait a minute i don't want to be near this and they're going away one by one, but there's no plan for how this is going to be either upheld or unraveled. Um, and so we're in this weird liminal Britney space. And then the other piece of it, and I keep saying this over and over again, is I, I think because the public has been so invested and has so such strong feelings about her conservatorship and whether or not it's valid and whether or not it should still be, there's a sense of people feeling like they're owed some sort of pass backstage pass to what's going on and the truth is we're not really and there are going to be a lot of things that we're never going to know how they actually played out well the only reason that the public is invested in all this is because somebody did leak the story i mean obviously people were invested in this before but now there's like a pressure in a way because nobody can 
Like before, everybody could just be like, well, there's a process in place and she needs to file the right paperwork. And, you know, um, these things just didn't happen. And people are just trying to make more out of this than what what it really is. And I think hearing things in her own voice until she's able to come out and say, like, until you see her like out living her life on her own terms, people are not going to be satisfied. And so there's a pressure now, hopefully that. You know, the judge in this particular case is feeling that the people around her are feeling that the people that can actually move stuff are feeling. And it's that fear of the shame of the public. Right. And the reaction of the public that will hopefully move things forward. Now, it's also possible that everything just goes back undercover and, you know, we don't learn about what's going on. But but to your point, I don't think the public is going to feel like. Like, okay, that was a good resolution. Let's move on. No. Especially because it's also the summer and there's not a lot else going on. And so it's very easy. I mean, I don't care where you go in society, like from, you know, the most serious, you know, rooms where people are talking about very important things to, you know, the bar. Yeah. People are talking about this story in a way that um, demands some sort of resolution. So, um I feel like things are going to start unraveling in a way. It all doesn't it sort of feel like you feel like there's a momentum that yeah. it actually is already starting yeah. and we're all just sort of waiting on bated it's, breath. It's also incredibly satisfying because we've all been saying these things. Like, yes. And we were late to the party, uh, you know, like uh, as was everyone truly. Mm-hmm. But like there have been hardcore fans who've been banging this drum for a long time and they were just written off as like, you know, crazy. Yeah. Um, and now people are taking them seriously. And, you know, we've been saying these things now for a full year and a half where people probably thought, I mean, they, uh, you know, joke about us wearing our tinfoil hats right. all the time. And the whole time we were saying it doesn't make sense that this woman who is able to go out and do her job every day, which is a job most people can't do and also not have control of like her daily movements, Right. Like literal, actual. Yeah. So until movements that. Uh, until that dissonance is resolved in the space-time continuum, mm. uh, I would not want to be Jamie Spears right now. Oh, no. Yeah. Also, He's the one that's going to end up looking real bad in also, all of this. I just feel like there needs to be like a criminal investigation into how this all went down because mm-hmm. the thing that you hear in Ronan Farrow's piece, which by the way is just but by the way, here's the thing about Ronan Farrow. I, I love that he does this. Mm-hmm. Like he gave it his treatment. But when you think about what he put together, I mean, it was kind of like an episode of our show. And oh, I'm fully. trying not to oversell us at all. What I'm saying is he was using interviews in Us Weekly. Yes. He was he was looking. What I'm saying is all of this stuff was sitting out in yes. plain sight. Right. He just assembled it. But he did it in the way that only he can. And that deserves uh, you know, a certain amount of respect and commendation. But my point is the way that this particular conservatorship went down seems completely illegal completely like i don't know what the laws are that they would have run afoul of right but the way that they were able to just do this without any input from her in 10 minutes when she's not a person that was you know in any previous way Mm -mm. deemed medically unfit right just seems like somebody deserves to have some heads 